0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on V93.7. Well, psychologists and
1: social critics say that there's a narcissism epidemic going around, and we are in the most self-centered generation in history.
2: You know, I would worry about that, but I know that I don't have to because I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a narcissist?
1: Well, are you just focused on yourself and everything about
2: you? I don't think I am. Um, I think I lean that way, but I think that I still try to take other people's views into account. And and, Well, I know somebody in the room that's that's laughing that doesn't have any room to talk. Okay.
1: So anyway, before we start pointing fingers here, you know, with all the the technology that we have, all the selfies we're taking, the Facebook, and everything just focused on what we want to project to the world, and the image we want to cast to everyone else. I've got signs you're a narcissist, so maybe you can just take this little okay, test and let's just figure that. out if you're a narcissist. I'm going to do it. Okay, so uh, you schedule me time from 12 noon to 11.59 a.m.
2: Okay, I'm not yeah. that bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I do a lot of me time, but I still do some other time. Okay. Oh, that's like
1: all day. I just got that.
3: Okay, Okay. Okay. I I do that sometimes.
1: All right, signs you are a narcissist and focused only on yourself. You never once flipped a camera lens on your iPhone outwards to take pictures of other people. It's always on you.
2: Definitely not me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't don't take a lot of selfies. I don't take hardly any.
1: You always think that automated flappy wavy arm tube air dancer guy at the car dealerships
2: is waving at you. He is? Yeah. Yeah,
4: I saw them arms saying hey.
2: (laughs) I looked this up. Wacky waving inflatable tube. Guy is the short version. <laughs> Cato found a longer one.
1: Not from Family Guy. Yeah, that's those flappy arm
2: guys—they're funny though. They but cost anywhere from like thirty bucks to hundred. Are you serious? Yeah, was cheap. I thought.
3: Yeah. Have you seen some of the ones that like are falling over and they'll add music to it and yeah. the videos and TikTok and they'll do the music videos and they're dancing? Yeah.
4: I love when they're twerking. Yeah. When they fall over yeah. like
2: that.
1: Right, <laughs> right. I, you know, I want one of those for my front yard. I
4: do
2: too. <laughs> That's why they have homeowners associations. I know. Okay.
1: The only reason you stare into other people's eyes is to see your own reflection. Wow. That's a sign you're a
2: narcissist. So far, I'm doing pretty good on this list.
4: Okay. What about if you fix your hair in someone's glass? Glasses, okay. I have done that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Or you're walking just, you know, down the uh, main street and you see your reflection in the window <laughs> and you look at yourself and you're like, oh, I got to fix my hair.
2: Yeah, I do that. But yeah. I would say the glasses, it depends on whether you're in a relationship with them and if they're okay with it. Like if it's a stranger or someone you're just talking to, that's weird. But if it's your boyfriend, you're like, hey, let me check my hair and your glasses, that's okay.
3: Well, you don't tell the stranger. You just kind of talk to them, and as you just kind of
1: adjust your hair looking at it. All
3: right, that's weird. (laughs) There you go. All
1: right, signs you're a narcissist. You like all your own Facebook posts. What's wrong with that? Somebody's
2: (laughs) got to like them, exactly. I quit doing that. I mean, why would you would not like your post? Okay.
1: Every morning you go on and on about your opinions. Then you say some call letters into the microphone and go to commercials.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I don't know about that one. I have to think about
2: it.
1: By call letters, you mean W F P C ninety three point seven? Yeah, I got you. I know you're talking. All right, and finally, signed. You're a narcissist. You stopped paying attention to this uh, about three minutes ago. Because it wasn't your, about you. check your iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there is a narcissist <laughs> epidemic going around. Yep.
0: Pay attention, y'all. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.
2: Well, people always say that you don't need to go to college because you don't learn anything important. But I disagree with that because I learned a lot about drinking in college. And I don't know <laughs> if I would have done as well in the grown-up business world if I hadn't had that experience.
1: Well, I think the socialization, maybe you could call it that.
2: Well, it's part of it for sure. (laughs) And obviously some jobs require the degree, whether you think it was worth it or not. You're not going to be a doctor without the degree, hopefully.
5: A lot of it is
4: getting up and being productive the morning after drinking. That's what you really learn.
2: That's one of the many things. The skill set. But, you know, you also learn some things that they say weren't true after all. And I've got three things here they claim were not true, that we were always taught. I feel like some of these are still true, but, okay. but I'm curious to hear what you guys say. Sure. The first one is the one I'm on the fence. I, I could go either way on this. I'm not real concerned. Beer before liquor is actually supposed to be fine. Now, there's a saying that you learned in high school or college Beer before liquor, never been sicker. Liquor before beer, and you're in the clear. Uh They say that's not true. It doesn't matter what order you drink your booze, just how much you drink. I think that may just be because if you drink beer first, you already have a pretty good baseline going, and then you add the liquor to it, and you go over the top. But if you drink the liquor first, you get pretty drunk, and then you start slowing down with the beer, so maybe you're tapering off.
1: You know what? We'd probably like to remember the times that we did that, but we probably can't. Well,
2: yeah. (laughs) I never did it. Which Which part? (laughs) I don't don't remember. Uh, Okay, now here's the ones I don't know about. There's no such thing as breaking the seal i don't know about that i don't know about that either <laughs> i believe that it's there but there, i think there's a logical explanation now for those of you who don't know what we're talking I don't, about i don't breaking the seal is that you hold going to the bathroom as long as you can because once you go pee you're gonna go back again and again and again yeah. and again um but i think that is somewhat true I, it may not be because of the quote seal but I think that once you finally do have to go, your body seems to put into high gear the whole processing and you fill back up really fast and you have to go over and over. My experience has been that one is more true than they had say here. And, Kate, okay. apparently you agree. I,
3: I agree with that. Yep. With me. With you, yes, yeah. Yes. It's like once you go, it's like, it's like I got to go again? Why did I, know, I break right?
2: So I'm not sure why they say that. Yeah. They, they claim you'll always need to go whenever your bladder is full. That may be true, but for some reason it fills up faster afterwards. I got to go now. Does it uh-huh.
3: only work,
1: though, when you are... Doing like, you know, like a how about a road trip? Like you stop to do it? No, this has nothing to do with okay, a road trip. Okay. This
2: could be at a bar. It could be at a party. It doesn't even necessarily but, have to be alcohol. Oh, okay. So that's my question. Does it have to be alcohol? I don't think okay. so. I think anything you're drinking.
4: Yeah, I th- and I think it's mostly any time you're not supposed to pee. Like you can't pee, can't get there, whatever. You're on a road trip. That's when it really hits.
2: Well, I used to drink water in here nonstop. And I and I and now I drink soda nonstop. And I have the same thing. I go halfway through the show. I don't pee. And then finally, whenever I do, I'm in the bathroom two or three more times.
3: See, it doesn't happen to me with other drinks because I don't sit around and drink 12 watered bottles in a couple of hours like I do a beer. (laughs)
2: So I don't notice it with drinking other drinks. That makes sense. So it could happen. You just don't ever do the thing that would make it happen. I don't
3: over drink water or over. I drink a lot of water, but and I don't
2: drink. I hardly ever drink soft drinks. Well, it's good. You have those things in control.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course.
2: Priorities.
1: (laughs) When you say breaking the seal, to me, I picture this big ceremony where everybody's standing around. You got the big scissors there and you're about to cut. (laughs) You know, the ribbon. Ouch. See
2: that's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's cutting the ribbon. That's not breaking the seal. Yeah,
1: okay. It's just it just sounds <laughs> like
3: a ritual. I picture it at SeaWorld and you're hurting the seals that's you not broke good. that seal. Oh, that's horrible. That ain't good. If you're dolphin. drinking. Well, I can't do a seal. All right, that was a woodpecker.
2: I don't even know what to say about yeah. that. Let's move on. Let's talk about I gotta a different go, animal. I gotta go potty. Let's talk about the dog. Okay. They say the hair of the dog that bit you won't help with a hangover. I disagree. with I that I disagree that one. too, Cato. I feel like I think what you can do is get drunk again and prolong the drunk so that the hangover doesn't happen yet.
3: Yeah, but I mean that's it. Yep, yeah, you just. Y- you're Hit still going to get a
2: hangover, but it's going to be later. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> so, And if you keep drinking, you might never get that hangover. Oh, well, that's not good. If you could go that long. I
4: think they call that a problem.
2: It's called alcoholism. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they say that you can't drink away your hangover. In fact, drinking the next morning could make your hangover last longer. I just feel like that's going if, to – if you have one drink the next day, it's not going to help. But if you get drunk again, you've basically (laughs) pushed off the hangover into the future.
3: And I don't recommend it. When I'm on vacation with friends, it's like a whole week... And it takes me two weeks to get over that one. Wow! (laughs) Like, how early do you start? I I, I, we always when you wake up. Do you? It depends. I mean, I mean,
1: honestly, if you drink a beer on vacation at eight o'clock in the morning, no, usually we'll start with bloody
2: marys.
3: (laughs) Okay,
2: yeah, you can't drink beer
3: before noon.
2: Come on, (laughs) that's just tacky. Bloody marys and mimosas, (laughs) and and obviously, uh, especially if you got kids, this is not something that you would do casually or or not. But at some point in some people's lives, they're going to go a party. It may a vacation where they don't have any responsibilities. They're not driving. Then they're on an all-inclusive yeah. resort or oh, something. Yeah. And, and once in a while, people like to blow it out. And so that's when you experience these things.
1: Yeah. Maybe, I, I, I haven't had one. I can't remember the last time I had. Or, you know what? I do have kids. So if that counts, <laughs> you wake up the next day and if you have a headache. Five kids I drink
2: every day. That's <laughs> what my wife does. One, one
1: o'clock. She's
2: like, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. That's a
4: fruit juice. Leave the mommy juice alone.
2: Oh, and I, I agree
1: with
3: that one too. It is always five o'clock somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. All right. uh, mm. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on BLETTY e
1: 3.7. We were talking about something the other day that I thought was kind of funny, and it's something that you did as a kid that parents still don't know about, but as an adult, you go ahead and tell them. You know, hey, that was me that broke this. Or (laughs) It's kind of fun as an adult to tell them what actually happened. Really?
3: I love it. I love looking at my mom's face when I say, oh, you remember that time that I saw you and dad in the grocery store? I was buying a money order because I got a speeding ticket (laughs) in another city. Yeah. And they always told me if I ever got one speeding ticket, they're taking my car from me. Yeah, Yeah. I just didn't tell them. I paid the speeding ticket and never told them. Yeah. And that's when they saw you at the grocery store. And that they were like, what are you doing
1: here? I'm getting a money order. Well,
2: you I know. I don't remember what I said. Half the time when I would tell my parents something like that, they would say, we knew. Oh, really? Yeah. But
1: did they really know?
2: Well, it's... they may not have known at the time, but they knew before I told them.
1: And I saw a parent the other day, I heard a parent say, hey, I always know. I know what's going on. You may not think I know. I may not even call you out, but I know. And that way they're like, do they really know everything that Uh, I'm doing?
3: (laughs) I hope not because there's things I'm not going to tell my mom.
1: Well, you know, what is the most expensive thing that you broke as a kid or your kids have broken? What's so funny for me is if I come home, I mean, one of my kids, they're going to snitch. They're going to say, hey, he did this. Hey, he broke the fault like the other day. He broke the faucet. <laughs> and then the other one's going, snitches get stitches. You haven't watched too many that. mafia movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my my kids will tell on each other if they break something in the house.
2: We go a step further than that. My kids have started narking out my wife. Oh, wow. They, okay. they tell stories about her driving and stuff. Yeah. Things <laughs> that she's done that I didn't know about. And I'm thinking, whoa. <laughs> She's not bribing them well. No. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> my kids aren't really easily bribed. They just, they speak the truth way too much. I don't let them watch half the stuff I do. So,
1: other day, <laughs> I come home and I, you know, then I see this hole in the wall. And it's a perfect, like a, almost like a quarter had gone through the, the wall. And I, so I, I look at it and I'm like, what has happened there? Where did that come from? Don't know when it happened. I call them in there and both of them are like, I I don't know I don't know Dad and then of course I look over <laughs> in the corner and there's a lightsaber over there uh, that went through the wall. <laughs> they were, <laughs> you know, no, they not, may not remember, you know. But it was come one on, of the, you
2: remember when you punch a hole in a wall?
1: My my, some, my, my kids sometimes are oblivious. though, so when they're sitting there and they're wrestling or whatever, and because uh, it was one of those big um, what's his name Darth Maul. It has the the two extensions. I don't know. Who that it, is. Well, it's the long lightsaber, so you could like move around hit the wall and not you know just think you hit the wall. But to knock a hole in it? Oh it was bad.
2: I find that like I think you're being lied to.
4: I ran into the side of our pool or above ground pool with my motorcycle when I was a kid and it just came over like a huge wave (laughs) and I tried to play it off and I walked in soaking wet.
2: Yeah. You weren't very bright were you?
4: No. (laughs) Most expensive
1: thing that kids have broken? Cars number one answer. Cars? Yeah.
2: Well, how old are the kids? Because once you're 15 or 16, you're well, driving them. This is all kids. Because like. I did that. I I put one in a canal once. Right.
3: I think I wrecked all my parents' cars growing up. Yeah. Every <laughs> one of them but, they but, got, I wrecked.
1: When you scratch it, you don't tell them. Like, oh, well, I had no choice. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I yeah. got
2: away with one. My dad bought this old, beat-up pickup truck while he was building our house, and it was to haul junk in. And I was out in the woods, and I was on a trail, and I basically took the right side door across a big piece of hunk of concrete that was laying out in the bushes and it ripped the bottom of the door to shreds <laughs> and i pushed it back into shape as best i could it was six months before he noticed yeah yeah it takes him a while because it was beat up truck anyway uh, yeah. and so i he was like what happened here i'm like ah oh, boy i don't know how yeah. long has that been there I, I banged a
1: door up one time my dad didn't realize it till like you know a few months later
2: especially if they always drive because yeah. they don't get in on that other side. Yeah.
1: See, I always damage the car so much that I
3: can't hide it. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I was like two or three years old, I grabbed my parents' keys and went and got in the car and cranked it and jerked it into gear <laughs> and yeah. ran to a tree behind our house. <laughs> wow. So I got
1: busted at three years old. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty. So I've wrecked about every car my parents no kidding. have had. All <laughs> right. Bones were mentioned. That's the most expensive thing that kids break.
2: As long yeah. as it's theirs.
1: <laughs> well, uh, furniture, you know, you got that couch that the leg, you know, that it, it wobbles now because kids <laughs> kid's been jumping up and down or wrestling on the couch. So furniture was mentioned and electronic equipment.
2: Yeah. My niece uh-huh. goes through iPads at an alarming rate.
1: Yeah. Uh, you're sitting there trying to change the channel on the TV. Like, why would this not work? And kids are like silent. They're just dead quiet. Huh, this won't work. I can't get the channel to change. I wonder why? Yeah, when kids are quiet, something's going on, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah it's Expe- always bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, not my kids. Uh, so, he did it, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why your channel won't change cuz he was sitting on it or he took it in the bathtub. Wow. Yeah. They are going to get stitches, aren't they? <laughs> yes, they are. Well, most expensive thing that you broke as a
0: kid it's the hawk and tom show on b 93.7
2: we've all heard sayings that we've probably questioned and wondered if that was true or not Uh some of them we may even have heard someone say and thought to ourselves i know that's not right there was a discussion about it on the internet yesterday and they asked people what are some common phrases that you hear, things you've heard a million times, and you wonder why people keep saying them because you know they're not true? Okay. For example, we hear people say money doesn't buy happiness. Yeah. We all know that's not true. Sure, you can have money and be unhappy, but if you don't have money, it can buy you some happiness. Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's, I guess the meaning of the phrase is it's not going to make you happy all the time, and that's true. Well,
1: you see some of the most the wealthiest guys and girls in the world, they still have their bad days. They're not happy all the time. But if I'm going to have a bad day, I'd rather be rich than having that bad <laughs> bingo, day. Bingo, <laughs> bingo, bingo. I'm
3: buying lottery tickets today. Oh, yeah. yeah, man,
2: definitely.
1: Mine did not win. We know. Just to let you know.
2: <laughs> no ones did. Um, time heals all wounds. It's another one that's close, but it's not right. There's some wounds that never heal. Time definitely makes them less painful, but sometimes they still remain wounds. Yeah, I would agree on that one. There's some things that just hurt too much or, you know, the loss is too big. And it's kind of weird when you think about loss, too, because what you're mourning is, what the the road you're going down is not what you expected it to be. You thought it was going to include this person, Or you thought it was going to end a certain way, and that changed, and that's really what you're upset about.
4: And what's really weird is when you think it's been enough time, and then you see something in, like, the store, and suddenly you're bawling in the middle of Walmart because you saw a shirt, and you're like, oh, yep, there it is.
1: Well, yeah, that's a little trigger thing. But but for the most part, if you put some distance between that tragedy or the adversity that you went through— it's not as bad down the road.
2: Uh, granted, just yeah. I don't think it truly heals every wound. I just forget about it.
1: Okay.
5: All
2: right. Well, that's how it works, I guess. Yeah. I guess enough time, and it does, because you eventually just don't remember it anymore, and Mm -hmm. you have Alzheimer's or something. All right. Well, no, not that much. Oh. What's the next one? (laughs) All right. Cheaters never win. That's a lie. We see cheaters win all the time. (laughs) (laughs) yes. Now, to be fair, some of them eventually get caught. The whole Lance Armstrong thing was a tragedy. Yeah, But time has cured that wound for me. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) But
1: I always say, like, time and truth go hand in hand. Eventually, you're going to get... You know, if you're cheating, you're, someone's going to find out.
2: Yes, now, but I always say delayed punishment or delayed justice is no justice at all.
1: But if that person <laughs> stops cheating before they get caught, sometimes they get away with it too.
2: Or they could be like a president's son and not get in any trouble at all. And there you go. I'm not naming any particular president, <laughs> the past ones have done it too. Um, I'm just saying if you're connected, let's put it that way if you're connected, sometimes you don't get any trouble at all.
4: I'm a bigger fan of instant karma. Like when someone is road raging and they get pulled over immediately, oh, yes. I just I'm loving that. Well, crash? everybody does. <laughs> that,
1: that's what everybody <laughs> wants. Everybody not crashed. for
2: themselves, though.
1: No, but they but they want that yeah. justice. Yeah. The injustice. There's something about that that just does not sit well with anybody. Yeah. Because
3: if it were us doing what that jerk did in the, in traffic, mm-hmm. we would get the ticket, yes. and get arrested. But he don't ever get caught. So yep. yes. and that one
2: goes right along with what comes around goes around. Sometimes it doesn't.
3: At least not not here. It might come
2: around later, but not here. Uh, Good things come to those who wait. Not always. Sometimes you need to get out there and go get whatever it is.
4: Yeah, I like the other one. Grab life. What is it? Grab the bull by the horns? Watch
2: out now. I I don't know know. what you're doing. (laughs) Ouch. Be careful where you grab that bull.
5: Um, Whatever doesn't
2: kill you only makes you stronger. That's simply not true. I mean, I know because my right knee is all messed up, and it's not made me stronger. It's made me weaker.
1: Okay, but I think they're more so going through adversity or something in your life is what they're talking about. Like you got through that, and you learned a lot of lessons from that. you maybe banged up a little bit, but you're stronger, and you can get through anything. I have four letters
2: to. to challenge you. PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder. People go through things that do not make them stronger sometimes. Well, there's
1: some uh, some situations that's extreme. Exactly. Yes, but well, that's a few.
4: to Kelly Clarkson, it makes you a fighter. Remember that song? No.
1: I, but I remember Kanye's. <laughs> Huh? kanye song
4: gold digger
2: no
3: uh, <laughs> i remember that one oh, stronger okay. don't you remember that song i know that one yeah. Yeah. all
2: right an apple a day keeps the doctor away we've actually learned that apples aren't even the best fruit in the world anyway they're like the lightweight fruit of all fruits i'm not an apple fan but
1: i thought i saw a yeah you like android right <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: that's
1: funny i saw a survey that said that an apple actually does you know help you stay away from the doctor
2: probably minimally it's not yeah. the best
3: you know what helps me stay away from the doctor the cost
2: yes the insurance plans <laughs> yeah, the insurance yeah.
3: now, I, now that I if I get sick I'm just gonna
2: just stay yeah. at
3: home and, and play it out because I'm not going to pay that insurance
2: mm-hmm. alright uh, if
1: you want you'll get Dr. Google here Tom can Google that for <laughs> <Yeah>. you
3: <laughs> I've been
2: going up in price yeah. uh, there's plenty of fish in the sea that actually is kind of true but sometimes it doesn't seem like you have the right bait and oh. that's your own problem. <laughs> yeah, or
1: sometimes you you've actually
2: got the clownfish <laughs>
1: <laughs> in the sea.
2: Okay, oh, and funny. then finally, yeah. I before E except after C. Nope. That is just not as true as I always thought it was. Mm-mm. But if you do add the thing about accepting sound, or accepting words with sounds like A, yeah. like neighbor and way. I don't even know that part. <laughs> that makes it better.
4: <laughs> I just try my best, and when the little red squiggly line pops up, I let it do its work.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, spell check. Mm -hmm. Spell check. What's amazing to me is people that ignore their spell check.
1: What frustrates me is it's easy on my phone. It spells checks most everything. Sometimes I want to misspell something and it spells it correctly for me. But on email, it's not as apparent or I don't have something turned on correctly.
2: No, I think the email, and and it's weird, even on my phone, some apps do full spell check and some apps don't. Like my texting app doesn't do as good a job.
1: What frustrates me, though, is like with my text, it's just I'm just texting my buddies. I don't care if I misspell something. But with emails, I need that spell check because it's professional
2: people I'm trying to impress. Well, whatever doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. You ever heard it tell you to check your word
3: and it's fine? Yeah. So you didn't have to go through and figure out why it's telling me something's wrong?
2: Maybe it's the grammar.
3: <laughs> Could be, I mean, everything's correct but sometimes you have to capitalize it or take away the comma beforehand. Honestly, it'd just be great
1: to have your sixth-grade English teacher just follow you around the rest of your well, life. Well, that's kind of like what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Except she's wrong
2: sometimes. <laughs> Excuse
1: me, but you misspelled that one. Let's try it again there. <laughs>
5: that would be funny
2: if your phone talked like that, too.
5: Yeah. <laughs> It's
0: the Hawk and Tom Show on Lady e 937
2: Well, this is
1: supposedly science, but... If it actually works, it sounds more like it's magic.
2: Well, they say any technology that is far enough advanced will appear as magic.
1: Well, a study found that there's one word that will get your kids to do more chores. Now, they're sitting around the house. They're not doing anything. They're on their, you know, electronics. And you want them to do more chores around the house. Right. Yeah. So they did a study and they had kids between three and six and asked them for help using phrases of... Uh, different phrases, and they found out these were the most helpful ones. And it wasn't or else. No, it was not. It was not or else. Okay, that's not the one phrase you use. Hey, you better do, you better mow that yard or else. Mm -hmm. My dad said, oh, hey, boy, but the way he said it.
3: It's like (laughs) cut grass. Hey, hey boy. (laughs) (laughs) Give him that look. I, I knew I had to go.
1: All right, so these were kids between three and six, and when they use things like, and I'm quoting, some children choose to be helpers or, quote, you could be a helper if somebody has a job for you or hey would you like to be a helper when you use the noun helper a description that points a child's basic character and identity basically they uh, are more motivated to prove that they actually are helpers they actually feel this way about themselves so they want to be a helper so you're tricking your kids well in some ways yes now if you want them to get more to do more chores obviously the, the the key magic word is helper now, this did not work with teenagers or or your spouse.
4: <laughs> hey, honey, you want to come be my helper today? Mm-hmm. No, when they're teenagers, it's restriction. Because that's usually what got uh, me up and moving, too, because my parents would... Threaten that?
2: Yeah, I feel like just the word "help" is a good word. I need
4: help.
1: I need help. This vacuum cleaner is attacking me. Somebody, get it off me! (laughs) Okay, for
2: normal people, it's useful. (laughs) You're wrong. When you ask someone for help, that that is an appeal for somebody to you're you're actually saying I need some help, and people love to help. It's like oh. Can you help me get this uh, candle well, sure. wax out yeah. of my carpet? The people will come to you with every trick in the book. They well, like to doing? help. What are you doing at home? Yeah. Uh, well, we knocked over the candle that's been burning on the side of the uh, nightstand.
3: Until
1: they call and say, can you help me move? Move.
2: And then <laughs> it's like, I can't help with that.
1: Yeah. No. But helper, they say for the younger kids, that is a key word that can uh, help motivate them to do a few more chores around the house.
2: Yeah, How much how good are young kids at helping with chores?
1: Well, yeah, that's true. Sometimes I mean, you have to go back behind them. It's
2: barely worth it. Even, like, you know, my kids now are mowing the lawn, Yeah, and they yeah. leave lines that aren't cut, and they're just not real good at it. I think they're doing that on purpose. they learn learned that from Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> do a bad job, you won't be asked to do it again. But I used to
1: teach them that. You think about your youngest kids when, let's say, they went to daycare or in kindergarten. They'd always come home, and they would brag, you know, hey, you know what? I was the line leader today, Mommy. Or, you know, I was uh, the door holder today. What if we did that as adults? You know, you came home, <laughs> like, you know, the kids rush up to you as you got. Guess what I got to do today, kids? I was a, I was a line leader today at work. <laughs> it's actually uh, not a bad
2: idea. As a door
1: holder. I got to hold all the doors for all the other employees today.
2: <laughs> That's a great idea because you could trick your kids into thinking you're a big deal.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, you, know, you
2: come home from your l- lousy crap job in a cubicle somewhere, and you tell the kids, I was the line leader today, and they'll be like, Dad has got it going on.
1: Yeah, he got to be
2: line leader. I never got to be line leader yet. My cubicle got voted best. Mm-hmm. Cleanest <laughs> cleanest <laughs>
1: cubicle
2: <laughs> award goes to. I don't know if that would wow them as much. You want to think of what they they might work. They, you want to think of what they would be excited to get in their world.
1: Like, Dad got an A.
2: Or I got a gold star. I got a gold star.
3: <laughs> I was teacher's yeah. helper
2: or mm-hmm. teacher's pet or whatever Boss's, they give out. Boss's help, helper.
3: You know, we used to do the employee of the month here on the show. I know. I
2: missed that. Yeah. Yeah, and that was
1: always fun. I'd call my family and go, I got this month's employee of the month.
3: That crap
2: still works on us. It works yeah. on a lot
1: of employees, too. <laughs> that way you don't have to give a raise. You know, you don't give them a raise. You just give them the employee of the month yeah. award.
4: And a pizza party. <laughs> yeah.
5: Oh, that uh, seems
1: expensive.
2: I think and that's what they do here. Party. <laughs> well. Huh. We fall for that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we had a bowling party and a cookout. Yeah, as long as you
1: put party at the end of it. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to do a cleaning
2: party coming up. Oh, and then you go home and tell your kids, we had a class party today. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> they think that's fun. And you were the help, party helper. Uh-huh. I could see how this would have been great if I'd have thought of it five years ago.
3: I can't wait till we sell candy bars.
2: (laughs) For the the Hawk and Tom show. For
1: a
0: field trip. (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom show on B 937 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?